Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a lot, <laughs> uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we surround our faces with class one jungle rat at a time. See, I, I, I always say I'm going to write my own, and I never do because I have other things to do. But I, w- I would have written something like, hello, welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one smealy minute at a time. No? Which is better? Let's put up a, a poll on Mighty Mix for everyone to vote on which whose intro is better. You're, anyway, you're sucked. Any, really? One smealy minute? Anyway, I am Jason. I'm Doug. And today joining us is Scott Corelli, back for day two. Hello, Scott. Hey. 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 That was like a Fonzie. I don't know if it was Fonzie. We're like, hey, what am I doing on this, fucking, on this show today? Well, when, when you're Italian, that sort of thing just slips hey. out once in a while. <laughs> Uh, so today we're knocking out minute 32, which begins with smeal mainly and ends with a throat clearing. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it does. Okay. So here we are. Yeah. So the line is, I splash it on. It makes me smeal mainly. <laughs> that's that's one of the more famous, uh, I guess, flubs, or one of the more memorable lines of this movie. Um, but then they, they show the cue card, right? And the card says, in the morning, I splash it on, and it does smell manly. I splash it on, and it does manly things to me. It surrounds my face with class. Who writes this shit? Stupid. I agree with Rocky. This is, the, this is, this is a terrible... Like, what, what does any of this mean? It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. And you know what? I'm going to give it to him. I would also have probably said I wouldn't have said smeal. I definitely would have smelled said smell, mm-hmm. but I would have read that as mainly because yep. that is not an L, that is an I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like an it's a lowercase L among other capital letters. But but if you look yeah. where it says manly, um there's tape over it and manly's written over the top, so there was something else written there. Oh, yeah. You see there's two strips of tape yeah. and then they wrote manly over it. There's something else under here. I wonder what the what, what they thought wasn't <laughs> wasn't going to work. I don't know. <laughs> in the morning I splash it on even if in the morning I splash it on and it does smell manly. That makes no sense. But it's like you're, you're trying to convince somebody. But they're, they're, they're splashing on it. Does smell manly. They're making Rocky sound like he's a stupid one. Like this, this is yeah. this is so stupid. We have the director who, um, oh, this guy, 
Uh, yeah. well, you know what he reminds me of? I, it's not him, but he, um, he reminds me of the, uh, snooty maitre d' from Ferris Bueller. Mm, yes. He's, oh my God. I was uh, just going to say that. I, I couldn't remember where he was from, but I was going to say this guy reminds me of a snooty like character. He's like a character actor. He always plays like the snooty guy, the maitre d'. Yes. You're right. 100%. <laughs> Good call. He just needs a blowout bouffant. He's got the mustache going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His name is John Plachette. He's most known for playing a guy named Richard in Knott's Landing. Ooh, Never saw yeah. it, but uh, apparently that was... Time. Really? Yeah, that was like one of... She had... What? Well, you know, but my mom, when I was little, my mom, her programs were, were Knott's Landing, Falcon Crest, Dynasty, and Dallas. Remember all those shows yeah. <laughs> that come on at nighttime? Mm, I remember <laughs> Knott's Landing. Mm-hmm. Does he play a condescending prick in um, Knott's Landing? I don't remember him in Knott's Landing. I just remember the show. Remember but he's... Th- like, just, just his... I mean, the the thing that that bothers, and I'm sure all Rocky fans about this guy, is that like Rocky is the most pure and innocent guy character that, that you could possibly imagine. And this guy just, come, come, like he's treating him like a child, the way he talks to him, very condescending. Mm-hmm. Like he, the way he repeats Rocky, he's like, Smeal mainly? It's like the most ridiculous thing he's ever heard. Not, not to mention that this crappy dialogue that, I mean, did he write it? No, he wouldn't have written this. This the, the, that probably would have been written by the um, the client, the 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 people who, oh. uh, yeah, by the Ugh. the product, the people that own, yeah, the company that owns the product that they're selling. Beast Aftershave LLC. Yeah. right, right. Yeah, they would have written this, um, or or some uh, ad agency that they hired mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. this commercial. But yeah, no, the director just. I I mean, I I I look, he's a prick, no doubt, but. I will say in 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 his in the little bit of defense that I will give him, which isn't much, um, <laughs> is that uh, they didn't hire an actor, and that has to be annoying. To, like you know, to to a certain extent, because it's just like like can't we just get an actor because they would be able to do this? We're in and out in a couple of hours. Everybody gets to go home. Everybody gets paid. Everybody's happy. Instead, I'm being saddled with this guy who has no business on a set, uh, and he doesn't. You know, even Rocky knows he has no business on this set. Not really. Um, and it's like, you know, at the very least, you guys, if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna get this guy to do this, I mean, you could, at the very least, you could like have it be a silent thing. You could just have me shooting him training or something, and you just put voiceover. Like I like I just don't even understand why it's him talking about the aftershave. Just shoot mm. him in a bathroom putting the aftershave on. Like I I and then going out and training or something. Like that that is so I just pitched a better commercial than this piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> and and Rocky would have been able to pull that off. It's like, okay, so I just walk up to the bathroom, I splash on the aftershave. I, I I punch a, a few air punches in the mirror and then we cut to black and it's like be you know beast aftershave go buy it like it's, <laughs> that's it I mean you know I guess commercials have come a long way since 1979 yeah I guess so I don't know I, I th- this guy I mean yeah I, I think I I feel for his frustration but he should be taking it out on. Uh, whoever's producing this commercial, not Rocky. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. Rocky's fault. It's just not. So Scott would never uh, 
direct this way, right, Scott? No, just, I just never. want our fans to know. No, 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 never. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, the, the like, it's this is there's never this is never a good thing. Like, I, you know, even even in the most frustrating situation where I have an actor who just is not good, you know, like it's your job as a director to pull it out, not just tell them to do it. You know, like just like they can't do they can't just do it like you have to direct them. And this guy isn't directing like that. That's the biggest issue is like he's not doing anything. He's collecting a paycheck for nothing because he's doing nothing. I have a note later on about I think what he says, he's like this time, just get it right. And it's like, you know, you're you're already taking a, a tense situation. You're not making it any better. Right. So how, how are you going to get the best out of your actor? When you're when you're being that pushy and that insistent, yeah, he's not doing his job at all. Terrible. Yeah. Um, also, also terrible to... is this stupid denim outfit he's in. My God, <laughs> <laughs> the white hat. Yeah, the white hat and the denim vest that matches his denim pants. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's awful. It's a pattern on the back. Of the what is that? You know, I wear hats like that too, and I would. Um, I the would hat's fine. Like the hat's fine. It's a little big on his head. Yeah, I'll say that. Got a little peanut um, head. Yeah, but it's it's the whole package is what the problem is here. Smoking the cigarette. Yeah. He um. Ro- so Rocky can probably already tell that the guy's annoyed, but he he still has to go on about how the you think this stuff smells manly. <laughs> like he's uh, kind of going off book here. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's trying to level with them, you know, like he's trying to and, and he gets a few laughs, but like it's it's because they're making fun of him like this whole mm. this is like a very toxic situation, like environment. This set This is a bad set. Uh, everybody's making fun of Rocky, which I'm I'm honestly shocked by, because like if Rocky Balboa came on my set, like I would be. I would be doing everything. I'd be bending over backwards to be nice because like, you know, God forbid he punches anybody, you know, <laughs> like Jesus. Uh, it just seems like that you don't want to set that up. I mean, you know, boxers have a uh, reputation mm-hmm. of like getting into bar fights and stuff. Um, I, I don't I do not want that. I, I would not be making him feel stupid. That's for sure. No, no. We saw back in the day, didn't Tyson go after reporters and stuff? Yeah, probably. And just people like he was. He went after everybody. But that, yeah. But but you don't know. You, like you're you're messing with a boxer. You don't know what you're going to get. You yeah. wouldn't if Mike Tyson was doing this commercial, was messing up the lines. You wouldn't no. act this way toward him. He would probably beat you over the head with that giant fake club. <laughs> yeah. So a few more cuts that aren't up to the director's standards. Yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys think that? The, what do you think this aftershave actually smells like? If it doesn't smell manly, like Rocky says, what do you think it smells like? There's a, a couple of lines in the book where he comments to Adrian and he comments to the director that it smells like fruit punch. Uh, oh. <laughs> so uh, you know, I was I, I would think in like a like a really musty, like a like a piney kind of smell. You have yeah. You're just making that up. What? You're just making that up? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I, <laughs> what I, what I, what I envisioned. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. Fruit punch sounds kind of like a, like a body spray kind of smell. Not, not aftershave. Right. Uh, yeah. No fruit punch. I wouldn't. Huh. Fruit I've never smelled fruit punch aftershave. But this is also in Rocky's 
words and you know he's not so good with words as i'm really not right now either (laughs) so they uh so he he flubs a line take eight um (laughs) i like the next one if you want to be the king of the beast and smell like a jungle rat (laughs) but then he goes cat rat they look a little alike (laughs) no (laughs) um and that was take uh 23 take 23 he clears his throat um you get the the agent <laughs> the agent sees what's going on he kind of face palms himself mm-hmm. and the uh his female assistant is doing that kind of face this is just falling apart at the seams mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, you know the one the one thing missing the one thing missing from this set honestly there would all there would absolutely be a representative from the company uh, the the that has the product, there would be a representative from that company here watching this, like observing. Uh, so like the fact that he w- is uh, kind of shitting on their product, um, oh. you know that that would be that would be bad. Uh, but there, I like I don't know who this commercial's for because no one on this set seems to work for this company that they're that this aftershave is from. Uh, I don't know. And maybe seeing it unfold, they'll say, all right, this isn't working. <laughs> right. To- they do change it up shortly, but. Yeah, but still. But do they, do they change? Is that as a result of this or was that going to be part of the commercial too? Like, was it, was it like a, like. No, a- I think he says, doesn't he say something like. He calls it the alternate the set. The alternate set or something. Yeah. I think this oh. was, I think that was a backup plan in case this didn't work out. But again, if you rehearsed yeah. it, like you should have, you would have mm-hmm. known. These these see all these problems are having seem like they could have fixed with a little bit of rehearsing. Like give yeah. Rocky the lines beforehand, give them to him and Adrian, and tell him go off on the side with Adrian for fifteen minutes, read the things, get it right. Mm-hmm. They don't do yeah. that. No, no, they don't. Um, I know uh, Kubrick is was notorious for doing for taking hundreds and hundreds of takes mm-hmm. on scenes, so they're up to to take twenty three, and the guy has had it already. Yeah, is that standard. <laughs> Uh, do you do things I mean, 23? No, no. Standard. Standard is, uh, I mean, especially on something like this. I guess this is a one-er. So I guess you could have probably more that way. But standard is usually about, I don't know, four takes, four or oh. five takes. Wow. Is usually standard. Um, so getting up to 23, um, that's rough. That's not good. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely rough. Um, what... Uh, Stanley Kubrick does is uh, only sociopaths do that. That's <laughs> that's uh, he's he's that that dude was a psycho. Um, so that's uh, that's way abnormal. Um, yeah, that's well documented. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This guy just didn't want to do any work. Like he thought this was going to be like easy. That he was just going to show up. They were going to shoot this in one or two takes, and he was going to go home. Yeah. And it probably should have obviously been. Yeah. Probably. Right. Right, but I don't even know. I don't even know what's happening here. The so the white girls, they're they, they call them in the in the uh, cast white hunters. White hunters yeah. So the white girls captured a caveman and put him in a cage, and they're giving him aftershaves and want to smell good. I don't even. So I don't, modern girls captured a prehistoric man. Yeah, like yeah. what? What is going on here? <laughs> they're like what? With the club. I don't understand that. I don't even know what they're getting at. It's awful. Is this like? Are we seeing the aftermath? Aftermath of like an axe body spray commercial? Is that what this is? Like this is what the women would have done with the guys if they would have ever caught them? (laughs) (laughs) Thrown them in a cage. (laughs) Thrown them in a cage. (laughs) Dressed them like a caveman and given them a club. (laughs) 
Imagine nowadays if they made this commercial was the other way around and it was two guys and they had the woman in the cage oh, and Jesus. like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ew, no. I just, I don't get the whole thing. And I don't. In those Axe commercials, the, the girls are all over the guy though. So they're, they're, they're in the cage. You would think, them. right, right. Yeah. You would think nobody would be in a cage and Rocky would put this aftershave on and these two girls, like maybe they captured him because he's a beast, yeah. but now they're, they would be all over him. Like be like, oh, you know, we're in, like... I don't know. They'd be in the cage, right? Yeah. Well, to be honest, like you know what this this uh, the problem with this is like it's it's not a commercial. Like it should be like a photo shoot for like a magazine ad or something. Mm. Like because the girls aren't doing anything; they're just standing there, and that he's like in the middle of them in the cage. I like I don't know. Like it just it seems like it should be a photo shoot, not a commercial. Um, That's a good point. I was yeah. going to ask, like, what the girls are just standing there holding the bottles of aftershave, right? Like doing nothing else. But you're, that makes that's a good point. Sh- like, did they use the aftershave to like bait him into the cage? <laughs> like, I just Maybe. I don't understand what this has to do with anything. How are you selling aftershave with this commercial? It just doesn't. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I don't get it. And it, and it's such like an obvious like having Rocky do this this commercial, but there'd be such an obvious angle of him fighting in a, in a boxing mm-hmm. match. And then after the match, he goes, takes a shave, puts some, some to after shave to smell nice. And it was like, he went from, you know, I'm sure he smells bad after the fight, the sweat and everything. Yeah. And then you put some, you shave, put some after shave, and boom, you're like a new man. Like, it was such an obvious, like, <laughs> commercial you could have made here. Yeah, anyway. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much more on this. <laughs> I don't have any more on this. <laughs> I, I wrote one one sentence for my notes on this, and it was just had. I think it just said, "I don't know what's going on here." You see the um. He just clapped the board. If you pause it, like when he's doing the the clap, then you can mm-hmm. see all the the date. Oh, and everything I'm not gonna it. do that. You fill this in. All right. <laughs> all right. Um. Well, that's. I mean, that's it. That's all I have on thirty two. Mm-hmm. So you told us about Cornetto. You told us about Spider Man. What else? Yeah, and then uh, we've got uh, – I'm one of uh, three hosts on the Doctor's Companion, which is a Doctor Who podcast. Uh, I don't know how much of uh, how much of a Venn diagram cross there is between Rocky <laughs> and Doctor Who, but uh, we're – we are uh, covering Doctor Who. Um, we're doing uh, every story from every doctor, uh, one doctor at a time. Um, although right now we are covering the new season with the 13th Doctor um, as it airs. So if you want to hear what people have to say about the new stuff, uh, check out our show, The Doctor's Companion. You go all the way back to, like, because isn't that show like 50 years old? Yeah, yeah. We go all the way back to 63. Wow. Yep. How many episodes total do they have? Uh, oh, ep- episodes, I forget. It's over a 1,000. But uh, stories, I think it's it's about um, – it's somewhere around 300 or 400, something like that, wow. stories. And that's that's how we cover it. We don't we don't cover every episode because uh, no. it's a serial. <laughs> so, like, each one will be, like, you know, four to seven parts. Yeah, but, okay. But, yeah. Forgive our uh, – Doctor Who ignorance. Oh no no no, it's fine. But yeah, like I think it's I think it's something like like four hundred. I forget the exact number. Um, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you you take on monumental projects. Yeah, well, I've been doing that one the longest. Um, I've been cover. I've been doing uh, Doctor's Companion since uh, two thousand nine, so almost ten mm. years now. Oh wow! Yeah, 
All right. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure one, if not more, maybe a handful of our listeners are Doctor Who fans, so get in on it. <laughs> yeah. Get in on it. Uh, well, and us, we only do this show, The Rocky Minute. No, The, just Rocky Minute. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on our Facebook listeners group, Mighty Mix. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, at Rocky Minute, and you can email us at rockyminute at gmail.com. And you can download all of our episodes as well as your other favorite podcast episodes on duelinggenre.com. Well said. Thank you. You're going to sign us off. All right. See you next time. See you tomorrow. Scott, you're coming back tomorrow, I'm guessing. So Yes. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. What are we waiting for? Take this. Actually, there was there's a very famous video I watched of Tyson talking to a reporter. I have to pull it up. I'll post it on the uh, on the thing. It was one where like the reporter was asking him questions about so. Oh, he was trying to. It was just after the prison. This about, was yeah, yeah, something about right? being a rapist, right? And he was trying to do something like uh, something good. It was something for kids, or yeah. I don't remember what it was. But and, and the interview was supposed to be about that. And the guy asked him about being a rapist, and and he basically called the guy out and was like you know Live. I'm, I'm trying to do something real yeah and you're being a douchebag the reporter or whatever and yeah yeah i'm going to post it up i remember that video <laughs> i was that was a good one that it's very uncomfortable yeah oh yeah it was a very uncomfortable video but he don't he don't let down dude he keeps going after the guy but you could but you could see like the guy's trying to redirect the interview and tyson's face like he can't no he is he is annoyed but he's right his his attitude was kind of like no you you just act you know treated me like this and now you want to go back to the interview no he like that. live on tv calls the guy like yeah. a f- an asshole. Yeah, and he's and he, yeah. Mm-hmm. That reporter never been so scared in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So go ahead, back to Rocky.